it's the LRC podcast was a game we be MVP knowledge is power lend an ear for the next hour and tell these other whack podcasts to hit the showers we the best numero uno we like the sumo welcome back into the living room everybody it's year two 2022 NFL season year two of the living room champs picking games when and before we get started uh, we just want to uh Make notice of our good friend, Double J, John John the Jobber, who was in a uh, rough car accident this last weekend. So our hearts and minds are with him right now in his recovery. Um, not a lot of information to, to share yet or anything about uh, how we can support him. I'm sure we will. Uh, so look out for that. But obviously, we're thinking about our boy. My co-host of the Entertainment Center. Really, the reason the Entertainment Center was even created, really, is to get John John on here, get his opinions out in the world. So, um, you know, obviously, he's a great friend of ours. We're thinking about him every day. Uh, you know, it seems like it uh, seems positive as far as he's going to make a full recovery and everything, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a long road. So that always sucks, obviously. But he's fortunate. I think everybody involved is fortunate because it was a pretty bad accident and it always could have been worse. You know, no lives were lost. So that's always the, the positive. I mean, that's the way to look at it. Everybody else, the other two people are home, I think, now. And, um, you know, John John's still in the hospital, but he's going to, he's a strong, strapping young boy. He'll be all right. Sorry, the accidents happen, and we know John's uh, will make a full recovery. And like you said, there were passengers in the vehicle as well with him. We don't want to forget about them. Uh, like I said, our hearts and minds are, are with all of them uh, in their recovery, and we look forward to seeing Double J back on the airwaves here in the living room soon. So with that said, Len, uh, we'll think about those guys as we carry on into year two of Living Room Champs, making some picks for the NFL season. It's week one. Kickoff week, as they say, mm-hmm. and we're going to go through every game and just winners and losers. Not, nothing, yeah, you know, we'll too much more in depth. A little, little bit. We'll give you some quips. We're going to pick some winners. Last year, I came out the title. I think by like six or seven games, I ended up winning the overall record. So we'll keep track of the record. We usually have guests. Yeah, we'll have guests most weeks. Um, this week, we kind it kind of snuck up on us so, yeah, a lot. Lots I mean, going on. We were trying yeah. to do the previews. Mike's got a bunch of fantasy yeah. drafts, things of that nature. So it's like just kind of snuck up on us. So yeah. we didn't. We tried to book a last minute guest. He'll be on later. Ricky the Fink. He'll be back this year. He's currently has the most listens of any of our episodes. Mm. So um, you know he brings in a big big crowd. I think, um, and we'll bring him back here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. And all the all the regulars will be back. Maybe add a few new people, find someone new in there to get in there. But we'll be we'll have guests for sure this week. Though it's just me versus Mike, mm-hmm. mono e mono. Yeah. And before we get started here in the football, then let's talk a little bit about uh, you know I, squared sofa is going to bleed in a little bit into this episode. I think because we don't have time to put together a full fledged sofa episode at this point. Plus, we're kind of in that weird spot. Where it's between SummerSlam and Survivor Series yeah. range, and there's not a lot to talk about, but there kind no, of is at the same week, time. This week was like a humongous pro yeah. wrestling weekend. And it's our show. We can so, talk about whatever yeah, we, we want. we talk about whatever we want. You guys can fast forward if you only like football, yeah. but you're missing out. Wrestling's a lot right. of fun. Anyway, yeah, so this past weekend, WWE had Clash the Castle, their first stadium show in Europe or overseas since uh, 92, SummerSlam 92, so 30 years. And then they also had NXT's World's Clyde Sunday afternoon from Orlando. And then, of course, AEW had their biggest show of the year all out from Chicago. So there's a lot of stuff going on from all those things. First of all, just quickly, 
the Clash of the Castle. Um, I mean, I thought it was an excellent Solid. show. It's a really good show. show. Yeah. Um, you know, Reigns retains again. That's the that's the story that we got to know. What what's going to happen here? Is he going to lose the belt? Doesn't seem like it. I thought this was the opportunity. I mean, that place was bananas for Drew. Mm-hmm. Bananas. Yes. If he would have won that match, that place would have. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, been one of the loudest reactions you'll see. It. And he had several 2.99 false finishes. You know, he hit the Claymores. And um, it was like, oh, I thought he, he, they had me. I mean, I thought he was winning that match for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they didn't pull the trigger on it, I mean. Counter Spear. He's probably not going to wrestle for a couple months. Then he'll be back to Survivor Series, which is always just champ versus champ, probably. I think you're getting to Mania. But the big reveal there, of course, was there's another member of the Bloodline. And he's not an honorary use. He's an actual oose. He's an actual oose. He's oose by blood. Mm-hmm. That solo Sokoa makes the surprise appearance under a hood, pulls the referee out to save Roman Reigns. Great timing, impeccable timing on great that Great timing. Spot. Yeah, everything went really well there. Um, a lot of people expected Cross to get involved. Cross was there in the front row, with, but never got involved. Spot a ticket. Um, the Usos, Sammy, weren't there. Not medically clear after the attack on uh, the friday smackdown mm-hmm. and apparently Heyman's still in traction from the summer slam at five yes. so but yes. he couldn't have been there so it's really just reigns flying solo and that that's another reason you kind of thought it might be over yeah. for this rain but they didn't pull the trigger nope. um the match was excellent though the reveal's excellent so and i'm not i don't complain about roman's reign no, no pun intended. I like it, but I think Chris, it, that's definitely a pun intended. Puns intended. I mean, no, puns exactly. just almost like hard to avoid. It's actually I mean, be hard to yeah. not use that pun. It's like built in. That's puns on a different level, right there. Yeah, it's a big pun. But the, you know, so anyway, I mean, it was kind of unfortunate because I love the storyline with Sammy involved. I didn't know he wasn't going to be overseas. I thought a good this would be a good opportunity for him to cost Reigns the belt. You know, maybe setting up Usos versus KO and Sammy down the line, which a lot of people were angling towards. Um, but now it would be an easy opportunity for just them to just throw Sammy out and say, we have our real blood here. Like, we don't need an honorary use. I don't know how they're going to do it. There's a lot of ways you can do it. But right now, Sammy's interaction with them is gold. Right. I mean, it's Sammy's one he's of the best. He's the redheaded stepchild of the bloodline. It, yes, and it's the best. I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. Even them guys can't keep a straight face half the time in the promos when he's the one. I mean, it's perfect. So, hopefully they end it well. Yeah. Um anyway, and then also on the card, um the big the the, the interest, most interesting funnest match probably to me was Sheamus versus Gunther for yes. the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Just exactly what you'd expect. Sheamus going for the triple crown or the the Grand Slam. Yeah, the what only yeah, the only title yeah. he hasn't had is the uh Intercontinental. So <clears throat> in front of a raucous crowd for him as well. They were also behind Gunther, obviously. But um this match is if you told anybody that knows wrestling these two people were wrestling, this is exactly what the match would be, you'd think, just beating the shit out of each other. Chops, I mean, uh, Sheamus's chest was completely bloodshot in two seconds into this match. And then, you know, just a great heavy-hitting match. I mean, this is as good as you get to me. Uh, Gunther retains, which I liked. But uh, the before there, another NXT call-up, Mike, a guy we uh-huh. were pretty high on. Mm-hmm. This is his new uh, reinvention. Uh, Giovanni Vinci reforms Imperium. Imperium. Yep. And that's interesting because I'll tell you um, – him and Kaiser 
as a tag team are, are definite contenders. I mean, they're legit. Those guys can both go. I love Vinci. I like this new gimmick. I doubt, I think they'll probably shade away from the model-esque part of this unless yeah. he's going to join Maximum Male Model. Yeah, I mean, he's always been a good fit there. Mm-hmm. Um, they were great as a tag team. Right. They obviously had had to break up because I think they were giving him a, kind of a singles push in NXT and obviously Gunther. They wanted they wanted and, Kaiser with Gunther but not Vinci at the time. Vince, right. When Vince's power, that's what right. he was saying. Well, I think this is going to go just fine. Uh, Gunther is just, awesome. I mean, he's, he's, he's I a spectacle. Hope, I hope point. someday... Within the next couple few years, we I hope we get a real Gunther Roman Reigns title feud. I mean, it's, I it's, mean oh, it would be awesome. It'll be so awesome. I mean, they got to be boiling. They're they're doing a good job of rebuilding that Intercontinental title and the right U.S. Now. title, both and the U.S. title, and both of it's them. It's so right? it's such a yes. so refreshing. Yes, because those titles kind of become and these an guys are, are formidable, and the way Gunther has basically transformed him, his body, and himself since. The name mm-hmm. change and the call up, really. I love Gunther with that, Lashley with the U.S. title, and both of them guys seem like they're going to hold those belts for a pretty good period of time, which is exactly what you need to make those titles important. And so that was cool. All the card was good all around. That was those were the two main matches to me. Um, and then you get the big heel turn, of course, from Dominic Mysterio. That's the big moment there. Yeah. The, uh, they win the match. Matches over very clearly celebrating without Dominic for like two minutes. I mean, it it was like very hard. I was like, I mean, this is, they're really like pushing this. They keep just like hugging each other. No mention of Dominic at all. And then when they finally tried to, he wasn't fucking having it. Good for him. Fucking yeah. Fucking fuck Ed. Fuck Ray. Kicked him in the nuts. Clotheslined the head off his dad. And then on raw, he's out there with Ray looks. I mean, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Dominic's a weird looking dude. He kind of looks like, a nerd that's like trying to fit in with like uh he hasn't really grown into his body yet. yeah he's like still looks like a child kind of it's weird but But he didn't get his dad he didn't get he got some height in his jeans he's bigger yeah and honestly he's good i I think he'll be be okay but the but the thing is is him like dressed like that's just funny i mean it just it looks like he's like trying to go emo like he's a freshman well or i mean it looks but, like ria's got uh or he's strange. a sub he could be a sub yeah, yeah. but not the dom <laughs> not, not the dom the, the <laughs> sub mysterio they're calling him now <laughs> but yeah it, him i like the him and ria it's kind of interesting the whole thing's sort of yeah, interesting i so mean it's, it's it's way more interesting than just him and his dad keeping tagging <laughs> exactly, up like exactly. pumping the crowd up i so. mean we speculated a while ago if this would happen once yeah this Rhea's, has been on the slow burner once Rhea started uh kidnapping and bullying around you know mm-hmm. this is pretty much bound to happen not i mean not a lot you know, to say. That's kind of how it's been is when is it going to happen? Right. They've been teasing. But they did it well. This is yeah. a good execution. So, yeah. Because you'd think, I thought they were going to, he'd cost them the match. He didn't cost them the match. No. They let him win, then beat him up, which is kind of cool. A little different. And right. then World's Clyde, not a ton to say about World's Clyde. Um, kind of the people we expected to want, win one. The uh, Mellow and Mellow Ricochet, Ricochet was, match was amazing. Obviously. Anybody that knows wrestling, as soon as that's booked, you know set aside 25 minutes or something and you're going to watch a like a class i mean an unbelievable match these guys are unbelievable athletes it's ridiculous um but other than that not a ton there as far as that goes and then all out aw provided the the highlight to the night what even happened at the show was more about what happened afterwards yeah it wasn't but the one thing that did happen the show that was big i didn't watch the show by the way i read the show but what happened is in the in the casino ladder match of course uh there's a joker at the end so the Joker came out. He's masked. 
in a like a Halloween mask, not like a luchador mask, and like a you know all black. Can't really tell what it is. I mean, you kind of tell who it is. Comes down with Stokely Hathaway, more W Morrissey and his crew, the Ass Boys. They get down there, just basically grab the chip for the Joker, give it to the Joker. Later in the show, after the main event, win by CM Punk when he retains, or I'm sorry, regains the uh, championship. They unveil himself as MJF. So MJF's back. That's positive, obviously. I mean, to me, anyway. Um, they did a good job with MJF, even though, I mean, I think everybody knew he was coming back and all that. They never mentioned him. He never talked. He never. I mean, he was like, they kept him completely out of the uh, mm-hmm. scene, which is cool. So that it was a pretty cool surprise. Um, aligned himself with Stokely Hathaway. I don't know if that was permanent or just like for that night. He's been known to like hire some hands, so I, I bet that'd be more the angle. He hired those guys to get the chip for him. Anyway, <clears throat> that's not really the story either. The story, of course, is AEW always has a post-show media scrum or a press conference is what it should be called, but they call it a scrum. And CM Punk kicks it off with just, I mean, just fucking like a lunatic i mean he's just going off instantly for not even prompted by question he calls out the first journalist says you're friends with colt cabana scott colton he calls him you're friends with scott colton the guy's like no then he just goes off on how scott colton used to be his friend he doesn't give a fuck about colton anymore colton's on his mom's bank account bunch of shit like that like whatever Meanwhile, he's getting numerous cans of seltzer water out. I mean, there's probably like seven cans he just lines up on. He's only going to drink one of them, but he got like seven out of a bag. It was strange. And then, so he bashes bashes him real bad. Tony Khan's sitting right to his left, okay? Um, He starts bashing the Bucks, bashing the EVPs, the Bucks, Page, Omega. Calls, you know, fucking Page empty-headed, fucking dum-dum, whatever he says. And then Tony Khan tries to get in. He just immediately steps right on Tony Khan like, no, don't talk. I got this. And just keeps fucking crushing these people. And it was crazy, man. It was like, it was crazy. It's like, you know, I think obviously we both agree, Mike, this will probably be turned into a work. They'll probably keep mm-hmm. all these people employed. I think they've been doing that a lot. Uh, probably a yes. lot more than we realize. But this here, in my opinion, at the time... There's no fucking way that's a work. There's no way that's a work at that time. It was very... Even if it was a work, it's still a real weird, weird way to approach business. It Either is a weird it's work. It's a bad look. It's a ter- I mean, it was terrible. He's shitting all over. He said, Paige has never accomplished anything. Paige was the AEW champion. So you're just saying your title is nothing? That makes well, no sense. And then, you, uh, and then, you know, everyone's saying Paige is kind of the cause of all of this for some reason. Like, it's just, it's a very convoluted Both story. Both him and Paige. And, and at the end of the day, Cole Cabana has still not been on TV. No. So, and, and honestly, I mean, Cole Cabana uh, probably shouldn't be on TV. No. It's but, like he was there as a favor anyway, in my opinion. Right. Like, he's not needed. But... If Punk got him moved or got him off TV, that's bullshit. Punk swears that's not true. Who knows? I don't believe Punk at all. I think Punk is a piece of shit. I never liked him. I didn't like him in WWE. I don't like him now. I think I don't. I think he's a snake in the grass. Honestly, behind the scenes, he acts like all high and mighty, like he's there for these people. And he said he came in to help the young guys and stuff. He hasn't fucking been there to help nobody. Right. Nobody. He's to put himself over. He that always whole, puts yeah. himself over. That whole interim champion thing is so it's all bullshit. But he does to me. draw. He probably but draws he's more absolutely. Than all of them. He, ab- he is their biggest draw. There's no question about that. But if you notice the crowd, 
the last couple times, even in Chicago, it's not, oh, it's muted. Yeah, they've been going back to the well a little bit too much. Yeah, it's Chicago muted a little bit. Well. I think they're kind of tired of this act because the, while the crowd the loves The comeback punk, was the thing. The like, comeback is the gimmick. The comeback was it. That group of fans. Now that that's gone, he's yeah. just a 45-year-old. Right. He's not a 28-year-old right. up against the authority. He's just a yeah. regular guy that no one wants to hear complain. Yeah, and the other thing is, those like those fans that um they're fickle. Th- that group of fans for AEW they're, they're very loyal right but they're not loyal to punk no they're loyal to the bucks and omega that they yes. like those guys they're not yes. gonna take punk side no. even if they even if they it's interesting that like, they love that punk came back but they're all to me those guys are elite guys well, that, that this, crowd's elite crowd and this all comes back to tony khan is he is he trying to play both sides of the fence is yeah. he, you know what i mean he does can he say no and then he comes into these press conferences and looks like an absolute idiot my opinion on khan is has been the same <laughs> the whole time and I, i'm not your even holding sleeper, it. your sleeper team of the year for the second year in a row by the way yeah i'm not that's right <laughs> i'm not gonna hold it against him because this because i can't say i wouldn't be the same way well yeah. but he's yeah, a humongous wrestling fan and he has billions of dollars. Yeah. If you gave me billions of dollars, I'm a humongous wrestling fan, and I got to start my own wrestling company, I probably wouldn't be that good at it, but I'd fucking have a lot of fun. And that's what he's doing. But yeah. now's the time where you can make fun of Vince or whatever all you want. Yes. There's no way this shit happens. Balancing on the, the egos and, yeah. and everything. Like the yeah. w- this doesn't happen on WWE, which doesn't matter if, it, if fucking Roman Reigns acted like that, Roman Reigns would be fucking gone. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't, they wouldn't fuck around. It was around. close to happening before. Yeah, like it, they you it can't. Was. So this, he has lost control of that company, in my opinion. Yeah. And he needs. Well, the, he can't put his foot down. He's a money mark, is what he is. He is. It is he what said. He, is. he said. I compared myself to Jim Crockett Jim Promotions. The one thing that I have a lot more fucking money than Jim Crockett. No shit. Your he dad has a lot more money than Jim yeah. Crockett. You don't. They say a lot. He says that about about uh, WWE too. And guess what? It doesn't matter. Well, they keep invoking everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a constant. You're also not going to have a lot more money if you keep losing money because AEW's going to lose money. There's a lot of yeah. They talk about they grossed a hundred million. Well, what was the net? <laughs> yeah, they lose. They're losing money, which they are expected to lose money the first few years. That's not even an issue. Well, we're entering year what four? Right, but now, I think you know only so long are you going to have a blank check it's you know it's a money laundering salami slicing uh <laughs> laundry mat of white collar crimes anyway sure. we should get the football right let's kick the wrestling it off stuff. yeah let's kick it off let's do it mike yeah. i'm ready let's this go. is the living room champs after all so we will talk wrestling when we want that's right wherever we want and it's right here on the podcast but we're gonna make some picks for week one of the nfl season len mm-hmm. i did a little research uh the Super Bowl champion has been in the what we're going to call the kickoff game here, the first game of the NFL, the first regular season game of the NFL season. I think going back to 2003, there's only been a, two cases of the defending Super Bowl champion yeah, not being in this game. Been, yeah, I think that's been the the tradition. Yeah, and I went back through the records and wow, the majority of those games, I would say the defending champ won. I didn't do the exact numbers, but I was just looking back. Probably I think since 2003 when this yeah, that's kickoff interesting. Game I started. didn't, I haven't looked into that, but. I, that's probably right. I mean, but this week, this game here, I mean, it's not going to be any pushover for the champs. I mean, this sure. is the NFL looking at the schedule and saying, what game can we get the champs in that might be the best game of the year right yeah. out of the gate? Yeah, for and sure. It, and this is here. This is Buffalo. This is L.A. Two powerhouses, two favorites, no doubt about it. The mm-hmm. Rams, I think we just did our NFC preview. You can check that out wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, Apple, Spotify, yeah, wherever. Yeah, you can check us out, by the way, on Facebook, Instagram, 
Living Room Champs, LRC Pod on Twitter. You know all the spots. And after you listen, share this podcast on all your platforms, too. That's right. Share them. Like them. Subscribe. That'd be cool. We could use some more listeners. But we sat here and said that the NFC, there's a couple teams that I think are really formidable. But other than that, it doesn't elicit a lot of intrigue. Yeah. The Rams curiosity. have to be the favorite. In that right. So here we are. I think the Bills are right back there in the AFC, Len. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we're looking, obviously, at the Chiefs. We're looking at the Ravens. I mean, we're looking at several different teams. Yeah, I think in the AFC to come out, but I, two I, favorites. I didn't look at odds, but if I had to guess odds, I would say that the Rams, Bills, Bucks, and Chiefs are probably the four best odds, I would guess. Yep. I don't know what for order, sure. but these are two of them for sure. So we got a couple storylines here. Josh Allen, Matt Stafford with a little injury. Maybe bug him all year long. He's getting, you know, he's getting at the that part of his career. Where yeah, an like, elbow injury on his throwing elbow. So it's, it's mm-hmm. serious. The It's, you know, it's supposed to be just a pain management issue. So, um, you know, Stafford should be fine. It doesn't seem like he's going to miss time. You never know. Yeah. And I mean, Josh out. Allen, obviously, is entering uh, perennial MVP talk territory yes. at this point. If he's the heart and soul of that team, it, they'll go as he does. Could be an argument made that Josh Allen's the most important player in the NFL. Von Miller going from the Rams, the champions, to Buffalo. I think that's a great fit there in Mm -hmm. Buffalo. Um, The Bills got something on offense. They got something on defense. Uh, They're just a well-rounded team, Len, and so are the Rams, really. I mean, you could argue maybe they got one of the top players on the offensive side of the ball in Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford, and then you look at the defensive defensive side. player. Period. They got one of the best defenses highlighted by all timers. So, Len, let's kick it off here in the 2022 NFL season. Who are you taking, the Bills or the Rams, here on Thursday night? Yeah, this is a tough one, obviously. Um, the Bills' slight favorites in this, not that we're picking against the spread, but just for reference, they're a little bit of a favorite here, two and a half points right now, Sam. Um, you know what? I like the Bills here. I just... I think the Rams are the favorite probably in the NFC, but I still think they're not as good as they were last year. And I think like the, having won it, the hunger goes down just a little bit. No Beckham, no Robert Woods. They're placing with Allen Robinson, who I've never been a real fan of his like work ethic. Seems like when he's on a bad situation, he's not great. But if there's a situation that's good, he's happy. Mm. And I, I don't know. It's always been interesting to me. I just think... The, I like the Bills here. I think the Bills are a slightly better team than the Rams. That's all. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm on the fence about this one, Len. I think it obviously could go either way. Just for entertainment purposes, we're selling tickets here after oh, all. Absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and take the Rams in this one at home. And history shows yeah. the teams that wins the Super Bowl is more often than not going to win this game. So I'm going to take L.A. Yeah, I, you can go either way there for sure. It's definitely a coin flip game. I mean, especially week one when you haven't seen either of them. Well, that's, <laughs> that's why. That's yeah. why they put it there. That's why they put it there to kick off the season. So we got that game, 820 Eastern NBC. It can be found on Thursday. We'll have this pod. I'm going to get this pod out before then. Mm-hmm. But the picks will still be good until Sunday. Mm-hmm. 9-11. Rico and Collinsworth should be calling this one, right? September 11th. Uh, I think we all know what that means. Never forget. We'll never forget that day, mm-hmm. obviously, as well. A day, but day that will live in infamy. Mm-hmm. And one that, uh, you know, the NFL was a big part of when that first happened. So yeah. uh, here we are again on Sunday to kick off the season. We got the Saints and the Falcons in a classic NFC South matchup does this one just get you all ah. popped line i'm gonna go ahead 
And I'm going to take the Falcons at home in this one. Oh, interesting. They're my sleeper team from the NFC South. I'm going to go <laughs> ahead and kick off their season the right way at home. The Saints are discombobulated uh, right now, and, and the Falcons are at home. At the, Very interesting. At the, here. the Falcons, you got uh, Marcus Mariota getting a token, like, second chance to be a starter. Whether uh-huh. I mean, they got Ritter behind him. I don't well, what's Jameis Winston then? But Jameis is token second chance. Jameis is kind of, I think, settled in here. Is this, like, the, I think the Saints believe in him enough as a legit starting quarterback. I don't, but the Saints do. I tell you what, the surprising lack of chatter to come out of New Orleans yeah. this offseason. I don't know if you've noticed it. I have. Well, I, you quite, might not have because they haven't been talking a lot about Jameis Winston. No, but you're right. There hasn't been a lot of talk about the Saints. You got a new head coach, obviously, yeah. as um, Sean Payton moved on. So the offense has some questions there now i don't know who their coordinator is on offense but the coach the head coach dennis allen is their defensive coordinator from last year so i would think he probably tried to keep some of that staff intact so he may be a a qb coach that was promoted or something like that maybe a similar offense i don't know exactly but i do know i don't trust jamin winston at all um kamara has this legal issue but it seems like the hearings would get pushed past this season so he should play all year i think um you know I think the Falcons, in my opinion, are the worst team in the NFL. Um, so I don't think they're going to win this game at all. I think the Saints are going to win this game. And I think they'll um, do it by two touchdowns. Interesting. Saints offensive coordinator, by the way, is Pete Carmichael Jr. Pete Carmichael. The yeah. son of... Uh, Pete, Mar- Pete Carmichael. Right. <laughs> No, uh, Ricky Carmichael, the uh, no, he's junior. He's the son of Pete Carmichael. Oh, right, of course, right. But yeah, I um, I know that name though. He he, I bet he was the quarterbacks coach or like offensive assistant last year under um Peyton, basically calling the plays. Yeah, that was Drew Brees calling the plays all the time. Yeah, so we'll too. see how that or uh, Taysom Hill called something. I think. What happened to Taysom Hill? Is he still on throttle? <laughs> enjoying, I think, the to, second year of his $71 million contract. They move him back to, like, wing back? Or is he he's a backup uh, quarterback? He's What's in line for the starting job, I think, maybe. I actually if haven't all, heard one if thing all all Well, that's where they're getting you. Like, yeah, they're, sneaky. they're sneaky. They signed him that huge deal for, five, what is it, four or five years? I don't think either of these teams the are re- relatively that good. I think the Saints are looking at about a 500 No, season. this is, yeah, this is going to be, speaking of, of this division, though, we got another one here in this next game we got yeah. uh, the, the baker bowl yeah let's just call it that i mean it's a straight revenge game obviously I mean, this is, he's gonna fucking what he say he's gonna fucking mop the floor with those clowns or something like that say? and then he said he didn't and say no, that. Actually, I didn't say that yeah um but yeah uh baker leading the panthers now against his former team the browns browns led of course by a lrc favorite uh black ben Brissett, jacoby Brissett, <laughs> the black ben roethlisberger um, and he, like Ben Roethlisberger, should be out of league, but he's not. He's starting the first whatever games until Watson comes back from his rape uh, suspension. So interesting storylines all around, obviously. <laughs> but Baker, a revenge game is the storyline. Uh, I actually think this Panthers team, yeah. if McCaffrey can stay healthy, yes. which is a humongous if, yes. could be a sleeper team in this league as mm-hmm. for a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I said that last year, too. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. But they started 5-0 and with McCaffrey. I believe one of us at least said that yeah. in the NFC preview. I'm not sure who. Yeah. It might well, have been me as a yeah. sleeper team. But I don't. I like DJ Moore. Obviously, if McCaffrey's there, um, 
Robbie Anderson. I think Mayfield's pretty good. Last year was not fair. He was hurt. He's gonna be better than Darnold, who's injured now, right? Definitely, yeah. He's Darnold's out. on I, an IR. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Panthers here at home pretty easily. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take Cleveland here. Oh, okay. Letting, you uh, believe in Brissett? You, you like white well, man? Yeah. Maybe like black man? <laughs> yeah. I mean that it's. I mean they're they're be, they're not just a quarterback. They yeah. got a good run game. They got a yeah, good line. Both sides of the ball. They got a strong defense. Miles Garrett, one of the best players in the league for sure. Exactly, and I I just can see Baker maybe eating his words in this game. But did you see uh, Ben Roethlisberger has a podcast now? I did. I haven't Both listened to ball it. and B A H L. Yeah. Ball and uh-huh. ball. Well, just, so it's you that know what that did then when that came very out. Bad. I had to. I had to. Subscribe. I had, addendum. I had to add an addendum to the uh, article coming out on livingroomchamps.com. Yes, obviously. The duality. Didn't make it by week one, though. You said it might make it by week one. Didn't week one's it. not here yet. Oh, true. That is true. Fair. Week one starts on Sunday. Thursday. Thursday's the kickoff game. I think it starts. It's in Thursday. the midst of week one. Okay. If it's I'll give you till in a Monday night game. Exactly. I'll give you That's the all I That's ask. Fair. That's all I ask. He just keeps adding shit, Len. Now well, he's yeah, got a podcast. Now we got to listen to all those podcast episodes and get some more probably information. Probably going to be like up there with Joe Rogan, top podcaster, Big Ben. Already? He's you think? Like, it's just like him and a guy that I think don't even. If that's him. if that's his basement in the screenshot I saw, it looks fucking sweet. It probably is. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he has a pretty nice house. You know, he's done well for himself. Well, I'm sure he does. But I guess they're like drinking beers, sampling beers on there or something too. I was Whoa. Like, what the McAfee show, Whoa. McAfee show was talking off about. The porn? Yeah, McAfee show was talking about it. They're gonna have a uh, jerk fest, you know, too. But no, they were talking about him drinking little mini beers, like sampling. I thought he quit. Well, I don't no, know. Maybe like, I didn't drinking. see this. Okay. I just heard maybe Maxie okay. was joking. I don't even know. Maxie's a, you know, he's a comedian too, so who knows? But either way, yeah. um, Ben's, you know, he's going to be just fine. He's going to keep himself busy with a little podcast. Yeah. You know what would have been? Maybe a good... we get him on the champs. Ben? Yeah, we'll promote football and. I he, hate that name. That's that's an awful name. Bob, really bad name. Bad. Like, is Bob. he trying to like emulate like a, 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 a SmackDown? A Pittsburgh. I think. I'm guessing that's what he's going there? for. Is that the, popular now? That's disgusting. By the way. I mean, it is popular now because of McAfee. McAfee. Yeah. Right. His is so thick and he lays it on exaggerated. He, yeah, it's exaggerated, but that, it's funny because he. I it do is. like McAfee, but, but he. Yeah, he lays it on. But now Ben's piggybacking off that. After he went to practice exactly. and didn't fucking shake Kenny Pickett's hand, small hands. Yeah, he spit in his face, I heard. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> See, now he just keeps... It, he won't well, stay but, up. But, yeah, I mean, we'll the be talking about the Steelers is, here in a couple games. There but. was a, an announcement today that Art Rooney II had a big press conference. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this going to be about? And I heard I the big news. The post and someone's like, Ben's coming back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that honestly didn't even... You no, know, it was a joke, but I also was like, that could Maybe. totally happen. Well, that's what if he was that's like, why Tomlin wouldn't announce his starter was. He was going <laughs> to announce today. Actually, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Actually, Mason Rudolph is the third on the depth chart. Yeah. because Ben, ben is now number one. We cut that Pickett, boss. actually. <laughs> Ben's back. He didn't like Pickett. We cut Pickett, and now Ben's back. Pickett's on way. Yeah. Ben's we're going to try to get him on the practice all right, squad. All right, so let's let's just actually skip ahead, Ben. As we're yeah, talking. we're on the Steelers. Let's yeah, let's, well, we got a game before that. We'll go. We're looking we, at some. We can go back to the other game. Right, so we're talking about the Steelers. Mitch Trubisky is number one on the depth chart. All jokes aside. Not, yes, that's that, true. Nobody hit the panic button. Big Ben is not back. That's that true. Game. Trubisky's one where he should be. He should have been the one. Yeah, this um, is a trap game. Trap game here for the Cats. But Len. the best part about that, uh, the best part about that, 
uh, depth chart is. When they released it yesterday, apparently there was a quote unquote typo that had Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Mason Rudolph second Second. and Pickett third. And I was like, third now because Ben's back. And obviously, I mean, I was texting our group, me and the Herzings, Weber, all of us were talking about. I said, I mean, they love Rudolph, man. They love Rudolph. I said they're probably trying to jack up his trade value, whatever. But I think. I said this, I've said this to these guys. I bet within the next like three to five years, he's going to be on that uh, Steelers staff as a coach. Guaranteed. Rudolph's going to be on that staff. No. They're never going to trade him. What are they going to get? A seventh Nothing. round yeah. pick? Conditional seventh, yeah. Conditional seventh. If he's, It's not even worth it. You might as well keep him on the roster. Right. But yeah, so anyway, Steelers at Bengals, Mike. Yes. Yeah. Super Bowl runner up. Here's, here's my. Does have a hangover from time Here's time. my quandary. Yeah, go for it. Last year, we totally overlooked the Bengals. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally undersold Everyone did. A lot of people did. I'm excited to see which team that is this year, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe there won't be another one. Maybe it'll be your standard uh, favorites here. But anyway. This team that comes out, and surprising people, for sure. You you would think. So, maybe it's this one, then. Maybe it's the Pittsburgh Steelers after all these years. Big Ben's finally out. The abusive relationship is over. Mm-hmm. We can we can free ourselves. We can grow. We can get some youth. And the Steelers have that. They have an energy. They got a lot of things kind of coming together. I believe in this team. Can he win a Super Bowl? I don't know. But can he pick it? Joe Burrow. Can we see the comparisons from last year? I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying the Steelers are going to win this game at Paul Brown Stadium. Yeah, I'm Bengals gonna, are gonna they're gonna they'll too full of themselves, Len. A little too full of themselves. I'll tell you, I you know, I, I mean, I despise saying anything positive about the Steelers, obviously, but I agree with you on a lot of that. I do think they're gonna be better than people think. Their line, their offensive line, their will offensive be the line is the one big thing. That's the big question that they Mark. might not be able they to did, overcome. They did some things, but they did they do enough because that's I mean that's the that's the main cause. I think the, the line, thing. honestly, in my opinion, could be worse than last year. Like. I don't think it's any good at all. I don't think and it could be worse than last year, but it might not be any better than last year. I'm a huge Trubisky guy, as everybody knows. I, I think he was the right guy to start, both because I think he's just more prepared to play us, and it's fair to him because you signed him, but also because <laughs> of the line, and he's going to – the quarterback's going to take some hits. Why put Pickett out there for that kind of punishment? And around, everything around the quarterback minus the line is is playoff caliber definitely maybe you know a little run in the playoffs so i wouldn't be surprised at all i actually agree the Bengals to me will probably take a step back i think last year was not a fluke in any way but just like no, a, I think a magical season i think they're going to be in the picture though. yeah though, I, think I think they're, they're going to be very good for sure but i i just think last year was like a kind of a cinderella year cool whatever but i still do think they're very good and i do think they're going to win this game at home but i think it's going to be a very, very good game. Very close game. Mm, rough and tumble AFC North matchup. Mm-hmm. Speaking of rough and tumble, man, I think this would be a good game in, in the 80s, the mid-80s. You know what I mean? The mm-hmm. Niners at the Bears and oh, I mean, Soldier Field. 85, you could, I mean, you could get a couple hundred dollars for a ticket this 85. Oh, man. Jerry Rice and that Montana man. against the best, best defense probably of Woo. all time. Woo! But it's 2022, Len. And guess what? The monsters of the Midway ain't walking through that door. No, nope. they're looking to go out to what? Ar- Arlington? They're looking to build a new stadium outside of the city limits or something, right? I don't the think Bears it's Arlington. Are, they're fighting over some soldier. Probably. Field. Yeah. I think Property. something about a dome. I just read today they're building a dome, I think. Well, you would think. That place is a shithole. That's hole. probably a good idea. 
Soldier very Field's like windy as old as the NFL. I mean, Whatever happened like, to them calling it windy? Now as you hear is about like all like the violence and things. It used to be yeah. wind. Yeah, wind's not, wind isn't their thing as much anymore. I'm a White Sox fan. You, they don't talk about wind as much in Chicago. That's a good question, Mike. We need to look is into that. Is that one of those ballparks like PNC where the winds is constantly blowing in? No, but I feel like back in the day there and, and um, Wrigley both – the wind would be a huge factor. Like I remember in Wrigley back in the day, they'd be like, no well, one's getting one out of here today. Like, you know, no one's hitting one in this, this net. Yeah, Cause it's blowing straight yeah, in like well, 28 that's they had flags. That was a technology. But now it doesn't seem like they talk about that stuff anymore, but also I hate baseball. I never watch it. So maybe they do talk about it. Well, Tim Anderson's pretty good. I love Tim. And I love the white Sox. I will watch a playoff baseball. Regular season is just so boring. I can't even. I mean, I can't even think about it. But yeah, I do follow yeah, the Sox. are probably going to win the World Series, right? I follow the Sox record. They're like one and a half They're or two it. out of the, the, the central. Card. Central. Yeah. The central they'll win probably over the wild card because the records are worse. But I do think they can win this. I actually do think they're going to win the central. Well, their their accompaniment here in Chicago isn't going to win this game. It's going to no. be San Fran. Bears, Niners, um, Bears are going to be right there with the Falcons as the worst teams in this league. I think. The Bears might be even worse, uh, may possibly even have a worse roster than the Falcons, which I didn't think was possible, but I think it could be. Uh, the Niners are interesting. Obviously, Trey Lance is a huge question mark. Mm -hmm. They did renegotiate a deal mm -hmm. with Garoppolo to keep interesting. him there. Interesting. interesting move there. Very Smart. interesting. Smart move by the Savvy. Niners. Um, not even a bad move for Garoppolo, I don't think, either, no. because there didn't seem to be a lot of heavy suitors. I wanted him in Seattle. I think he would have been smarter. But if they if they weren't going to release him, you might as well figure something out. So they figured it out. Whatever. Right. I'm going to go Niners too. I just think the Niners are way better. It's yeah. not a really particular interesting game. So we just talked about my first favorite team. Now, or my second favorite team. Our second favorite. Our team. adopted team. Our adopted team. The living room lions going up against the. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles mm. at the Pontiac Silverdome there yeah. in in Detroit, Detroit Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, where so, uh, Hogan slammed Andre at WrestleMania three. Right, and what was it WrestleMania thirty three where Hogan came back yeah. to there again? No, yeah, no, that was in the Superdome, but he called it the Silverdome. Right, and he thought yeah. he was in the Silverdome. Yeah. So um, Hogan and Andre here. Uh, I don't know if the Lions have achieved Hogan or Andre's status here yet, Len. Hmm. I've been watching Hard Knocks. Have you watched any Hard Knocks? I don't think he's found on HBO Max. I yet. haven't. I lost. Yeah, I lost the password. Um, I might need to subscribe. I watch HBO Max. It's great. I've been watching the Hard Knocks. Very cool. I mean, I love Hard Knocks, but with my affinity for the Living Room Lions, this one's been really good. Last episode's tonight. I'll watch it tonight. But. Dan Campbell's exactly what you think he is. I mean, yeah. he's a he's a fucking he just wants to win. I don't know if he knows any strategy at all, but he's fucking pumping those guys up. I like it. Aiden Hutchinson looks like he's going to be the real deal. I mean, I think the Lions are much improved and are a fringe, very fringe, everything break their way playoff contender, but yeah. I'm probably more like a six or seven win team this year. But I I don't know I like I like this Lions team the Eagles getting just drooled all over by people I mean people real high on the Eagles this year I'm not quite that high but I do like their weapons I love the AJ Brown Devonte Smith Goddard pairing and then Hurts I am a believer in um, you know I voiced my displeasure with Jerry and House I think they had him rated fourth the fourth quarterback I don't think that's fair but 
I do think he's pretty good, and I think he's going to be a winner in this league. I'm going to have to take the Eagles against our Lions. I hate to do it, but I have to do it. <laughs> that puts me in a really tough spot, Len. Like we, after all this pop and circumstance all off season, we get HBO. It's very hard. We're not going to take our boys here. It's very hard against the Eagles. Ah. <sighs> You know what? I, maybe you know what? I'm changing yeah, I my wanna, pick. I don't want to change no, your mind. I'm going to change my pick. Fuck this. I'm picking the Lions to win this game. I I actually think this like the Lions. If they're going to get to seven eight wins, they have to win games like this. This is a winnable game. I like the Lions here. All right, let's take them both. Yeah, we're sticking with the Lions. Fuck, Fuck it. the Eagles. Fuck it. Fuck Philly. That's right. That's right. That's I feel like you get their shine when fucking Glock's on here, slurping them off. Yeah. You, you, I thought for a second when you changed to go ahead and take them, because I've taken a lot against you. That's the first one we've agreed on this whole week. So well, far. make sure you pick first it's on gonna be very, so I can. Uh, it's going to be a very dramatic week yeah. of results. I like it. Let's look at it here. All right. Moving on here. <laughs> I mean, they don't drum up any better than this, Len. I tell you what. A classic AFC South showdown. Mm -hmm. Saturday, 4 p.m. Uh, playoff game. That's the <laughs> first round of playoff game. I mean, <laughs> fucking book it. Who you can can't <laughs> forget the classic playoff matchups between the Texans and the Colts. Yeah. I mean, just a couple of cowboy type figures. <laughs> Cowboys out at the 6666 ranch. Uh-huh. Here we go. There, uh, the the Texans have shed themselves of all the negative um, baggage. Yeah, Watson's gone. Yeah, Watson's they gone. Wrote a check. They got all the first round they wrote picks. Some checks. They got some picks. They, they got have a, a potential quarterback, quarterback. I think. Yeah, I like Davis Mills. He might. I think he showed a Davis lot. Davis Mills year. sounds like a character on Yellowstone. For sure, absolutely does. And there's a lot of pictures going around this summer of his neck. It's oh. extremely long. Yeah. Probably longer yeah. than Peyton Manning? Sean Glennon's. That, oh. that Sean Glennon and him are in a competition for the biggest. Fun fact, uh, Sean Glennon is now on the Seahawks practice Mike, squad. Mike Glennon? You Mike mean? Glennon. Sorry, Mike Glennon. Is that his name? Fucking dickhead backup that was like, you know, he's got a long neck. Anyway. Sean, yeah. Yeah, Sean Mannion. Sean Mannion. I was combining Mannion <laughs> and Glennon. Mike Glennon, him and Davis Mills are having a neck off. And Davis Mills' neck is very weird and long and big. It's thick. It's very strange. But I do like him as a player. Um, but I, you got to go first on this one, Mike. I got to give, give you the uh, the, oh, okay. the honors. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take the Colts in this one. I think their run game. I you know I I like Frank Reich, Matt I, Ryan. They got the veteran uh -huh. QB in there. This team's set up yep. for a run. They think they're yep. contenders. For very sure. similar field conditions. Both these teams play in I think pretty much identical stages. The, yeah. the AFC South. Yeah, the Colts and the Texans. Yeah. Let's not forget the field turf is. Should be out of here. They should just replace it with old dirty sod. Go back to dirt and sod again. Yeah, That's yeah. Exactly I wouldn't mind right. that. I'm gonna take the Colts here, Len. Yeah, I am too. I can't go against you here. I don't like the Texans. I think they're in the Ooh. running for the worst teams Ooh. as well. Um, House and I have disputed this. Um, he thinks the Texans are gonna be a surprise team this year. Not big surprise, but like I, I better than so people too. expect. I think so. I think too. a lot of people are high on them. I don't know. I don't mind Mills, but. Even though he's been remarkably consistent lately, I've never been a big Brandon Cooks guy. They have a rookie running back. They're throwing all their chips behind. Um, 
Now, there's wins available. Obviously, you got the Jags in your division. You got the Titans, Colts. It's not, a, the, it's not the toughest division. So they could get, you know, five, I think about five wins think, is yeah, their match. Yeah, I think there's games when you have, um, like, a toss-up. Yeah. That I would be interested to see the, the home team win percentage in week one and, like, two versus mm-hmm. the rest of the year standard. Yeah, this isn't a toss-up, though. The Colts are clearly the better team here. So the Colts, are yeah, I know, but these, I not exactly. The, yeah. the, I think the Texans are better than people expect. Oh uh, yeah, you're, you're. So. Again, I don't. I think they're about just as good as we think they are. Like five wins. Five. Okay. okay. Yeah, I okay. think they're about a five-win team. Okay. Here we are. All right. So the next one is maybe a little bit more intriguing. A classic AFC matchup. A lot of divisional matchups here. Yeah. Big ones. I, I always look forward to the games when the teams from up north and the, the the hinterlands go down south to Miami or vice versa. They're always interesting. This might be the poster child of that game because even Brady as a Patriot always had problems in Miami. A lot well, of losses he in Miami. owns the Miami Dolphins. Now he bought the Dolphins. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they built the team. They got Tyree Kill and everything because they knew Brady was coming. Payton's Coach. And he backed out, and so now they're stuck with Tua. But Peyton is coach, Brady is owner, <laughs> yeah. and quarterback. And quarterback, yeah. Interesting season of Miami. Patriots, no. um, Mac Jones, couple back young, year two. couple young Bama QBs. Line, which one's the best? Well, I'll tell you what. The Patriots' weaponry is nothing to Do they write need home it? about. I don't like it. Um, they don't have an offensive coordinator this year. They have co. Semi offensive oh, both not really offensive coaches. Some they have Matt Patricia, former defensive coordinator, and Joe Judge, the special teams coordinator, co just... coaching this offense. And Brady, I think Belichick's just going to call. I think Belichick's probably actually just going to be the oh, coordinator. Both those guys can be fired by mid. Very strange situation there. Um, you know, I mean, obviously um, Belichick being involved keeps them in play all the time for all these games. Mm. The Dolphins. New head coach, Mike McDaniel, Tua, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, Mike Gusecki, mm-hmm. Mostert. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with this Dolphins team as a sleeper mm-hmm. this year, and I'm taking the Dolphins here. I think the Dolphins, I'm I'm, I'm going to push all my chips in on Tua this year. I've said I think he's good. If he doesn't perform this year, he's he's not good. I mean, it's just that. If he, if he doesn't have a good year this year, he's just not the answer, unfortunately. But I think he is the answer. If you remember before his hip injury at Bama, he was the consensus number one guy. I mean, he was absolutely going to be the number one pick in that draft. Mm -hmm. And everybody was happy with his skills. But the big hip injury set him back. I like two of this year with a new offense. Unbelievable weapons. Make or break. Yeah, I like Dolphins. They miss the playoffs. He's out. I think you'd have to be. Yeah, probably. Interesting. Interesting. So you're taking the Dolphins there, eh? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to take them, too. I'm going to take the Fins, too. I like the team, but uh, I feel like this is something that could go real north or real south real quick there. Yeah. Um, this uh, seems like a team. Mi- will Miami last? I hear reports of the Doomsday Glacier up, oh. up in the Antarctic that's just hanging on by a thread, they say. It'll is increase. going to go straight to Miami? It'll yeah. increase sea levels by several feet uh-huh. when it breaks off and melts. Miami will be gone. Flooded. Yes. Lost that. Joe Robbie Stadium. Wipe off map. Definitely. Orange Bowl. Out of here. Marlins Park. <laughs> Marlins Park. Gone. gone. Miami Heat. Uh, o Arena or whatever it's called. The old, old team. Oracle or something. Uh, it's gone. Whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not high on the Patriots this year. I don't like the vibe around. Boy, I is think. that bad. I feel like Belichick is just being... 
stubborn in some respect to his yeah. skill positions. I think maybe and also underestimating maybe the he's current NFL. Kind of just like about done with this shit. Like, and he's just like, I know, you know but what? he's the type of guy that would just prove you wrong. Yeah, like at the last second. Yeah. So you, gonna, you can't count him out till he's like yeah, repeated. Yeah, for sure. Failure. You're right. But he has yeah. no. What's the skill positions like there, Len? I mean, the running Thornton. backs, not bad. Thornton got hurt. Running backs, though. A mishmash of guys. A mishmash of guys. Yeah, that's their as thing. As it always is. And Matt James Jones gone. was better than I expected last year, but bad down the stretch. Pretty bad down the stretch. But is it, does he have that X factor to right. take the game? Like, I think he had 20 TDs, 13 picks or something not like bad. that. I mean, pretty okay. much as expected. But that's like that's like a backup Their defensive stalwarts number. are aging out. Or yeah. gone. What Hightower's gone. Casey Jackson's uh, gone. Jackson's gone. Yeah. Um, Malcolm Butler's gone. Butler's gone. It's it's gonna be interesting for sure. I I don't know. I I don't yeah. like. I mean, it's one of these two teams, Patriots or Dolphins, are gonna be the only team in that division that kind of can push the Bills at all. So it's got to be one of these two. So I'm gonna go Dolphins. Dolphins are my pick too in this game, and I I, th- I don't think anyone's gonna feel too bad about a little Patriots lull. No. Just no. like you shouldn't feel too bad. About going down to our friends at Burger Daddy. Oh, yeah. Never feel bad. They're at the winery at Wilcox this weekend, I think. Saturday. They're smashing. They're passing. They're handing off the burgers Burgers. and the fries and all your apps that you could possibly want at the winery at Wilcox until supplies are sold out. 11 a.m. till 5 or sold out. 11 a.m.? They'll sell out before 5. Would somebody eat a, a burger at 11 a.m.? I would. I'll tell you that. It's an early lunch, but I like it, Len. Yeah, I'm an early lunch guy. Well, they're a, open for you then. Um, Yeah, Burger Daddy, I would say it till I'm blue in the face. I probably already have. People probably get sick of hearing me say it. It's the best burger around, period. It's so good. It's basically a perfect mm-hmm. cheeseburger, in my opinion. Uh, price is right. The mm-hmm. food's good. The service is good. Um, you know, get there early. They get busy at Wine and Real Clock. Sometimes you have a little bit of a wait, but if right. the weather's not bad, it's uh, weather's nice. It's not bad. Nice little spot there. Yeah. Check out some wine in the winery if you want. Right. Whatever. But just go there. See our friends, Brandon and Janae. They take good care. Yeah, they know my order by heart. You know, I got a, I got a traditional order every time, and I basically don't even have to say it. I still do say it because I, I just like to say it, but I don't have to, I don't think. No, uh, Burger Daddy. Yeah. And what you got to say when you get up to the counter, yeah. Len, is the champ send you. The champ send you. Say the champ send you. A dollar you. off. It'll get you a dollar off if you say it. Yeah. If you say it twice, maybe it'll get you $2 off. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it will. Just keep saying it until you, someone acknowledges you and says, okay, I get it. The you got to say it, you. and then you have to tell them who Len picked in the Titans Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. You don't have to tell them that. But... You should listen to this because if you're not listening to it, what the hell are you doing here? How would you even know about this deal? You wouldn't. Burger Daddy's the best. Anytime it's out, I go. Yeah. Uh, I just talked to Brandon last weekend. I told him, in fact, I wouldn't mind if he just told me when they're in town and they're not. They're like because they do private things for some companies, and I would you could just make me a couple Soirees. of burgers out of swinging soirees. I believe they're soirees. Yeah, soirees. Soiree. Soiree. Yeah, soiree. You're right. Private burger soiree yeah. they hold, and if you're interested in that, you can talk to them at the counter as mm-hmm. well. But when you get to the counter, whether you're ordering a private soiree mm-hmm. or a smash burger, you just say the champ sent you. Yeah, just tell them the champ sent you. If you keep saying it, maybe it'll get you more. Yeah, know. yeah, that's what. We when like they ask you your order, like say your order, though, don't right. just keep saying that over and over again. You have to tell them what you want on your burger. So. <laughs> I think you say it after every item. It can yeah. only be added at a certain time in the transaction. 
Just tell them the sit champs that you'd enjoy your Smashburgs. Burger Daddy's back in business, from what I hear, after a little uh, vacation. They had a little. They had a little vacation. They're probably not. They're you know they're booked they up just, for the whole rest of the season. I did see they posted that on their Facebook, and um, but you know. The times the the times to see them are few and far between between now and when they they shut down for the winter for a few months. Obviously, it's too cold. But you know, for a couple months, you probably got a couple months here where there's a few spots to see them. Winery Wilcox, perfect spot. I really like it when they go down to the uh, Better Bargains parking lot. That's yeah, a nice absolutely. little spot too. Yeah, well. another one of our friends at Better Bargain. They have some great stuff there. Chelsea and Brandon take good care of you there. And, uh, you know, sometimes they've had them in their parking lot a few times, too. Yeah, you're right. So. All right. Well, we're just falling all over ourselves right now about Burger Daddy. Yeah. But we got to get I out of business. I wish I had one. It's making me hungry. <laughs> yeah, it's, making me, it's making me real hungry. But I tell you what, Len, we got to. Uh, <laughs> the Ravens and the <laughs> Jets. Len, are you picking the Jets in this one? I'm taking the Ravens. No, I'm going to take the nice. Ravens pretty easily. Um, yeah. Although. I'm excited about the Jets. I love their draft. I don't obviously don't right, think we this talked the about year, that draft. And I still think I, I'm anxious to see what Zach Wilson. I don't know if he's playing this week or not. He had the little knee injury. I'm anxious to see if Zach Wilson takes a little step forward. It is going to be interesting this year because yeah, that injury could be unfortunate to his development. They got some. I think they have some pieces on offense and defense in a couple of years. They could be interesting. Denzel Mims once out. He's having some big games. Yeah, I mean, do they have the real X factor there in New York yet? Yeah, well, on we'll either see. side, we'll see. But I think the, uh, Garrett Wilson, though. I mean, I, I, I believe in Garrett Wilson there from Ohio State. Oh, from, so. yeah, Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. Take one for the next decade. Wilson, Wilson, or Pickett to Pickens? Oh, what a good question, Mike. You know what? It pains me to say this because I think Wil Wilson, the receiver, uh -huh. is going to be. Better than Pickens, Pickett by a lot. I do better than the quarter, but than Pickett. Okay. Sorry, but I have more confidence in Pickens being a long term, and I'm still a little iffy on whether Zach Wilson makes it out of like year three. Uh -huh. But if he does make it out of year three, I think he'll yeah. be a really good. But if he's not really good, he might be out of the league. Yeah. Whereas I think Pickett's a got a very high floor. Doesn't it just feel like these year two quarterbacks recently have just been? I think like, Pickett will be the quarterback for the Steelers for like ten years. I'm, I'm not talking about Pickett. Minimum. I'm talking about Zach Wilson. I'm talking about yeah. all these guys. Feel like if they're not it by year two or three, well, that's the way the league kind of operates. I don't like that necessarily because some. If you but look at just, some of the all-time greats, man, those guys were not good. For I a know, couple but years. it just makes you wonder, like, what if they were in a different situation? Right, all of them. Yeah, every what one would of them. Change. Uh, I say that all the time. Speaking of what if. Len, what if Tony Khan put all of his his money and his attention into this? Well, I think he is. Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars, who have spent Jaguars two, spent some money. two, three billion dollars in free agency. I hear that's all I hear. The Jaguars have spent billions of dollars the last couple of years with no results to show for it. And then you got this other team, the Hogs. Mm, right we couldn't yeah. we couldn't get our boy, uh, Mister One Hundred Ricky no. the Fink, on tonight. Uh, we hope to have him soon, but the, uh, I don't think he'll probably be too excited about the Hogs this year, Len. Well, you know, Ricky's an interesting cat. I mean, I've known him a long time. He, I think, he'll have a little bit of optimism. I know I talked to him a couple <laughs> months ago. He's not super high on Wentz signing, but. Um, I, you know, he likes McLaurin. I don't know. The, the commanders are an interesting team. I don't think they're very good, but I also think like all the teams in that NFC East are going to be kind of not that good. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't that far out of the mix. I don't think they're like terrible. I don't think Wentz is terrible. I know a lot of people do. I do not think Wentz is terrible. Rivera is a very competent coach. So I think that they'll at least be around in a lot of these games. And this game, obviously, if they're going to be competitive, is a game they have to win, I think, right, against Jacksonville coming in um, with my boy, Trevor Lawrence. And the new structure of this team is going to make a huge difference on Lawrence, in my opinion. You got Doug Peterson, the Super Bowl winning coach, Andy Reid, disciple, um, and you have Etienne back. You have Christian Kirk, who they definitely overpaid, but they needed some weapons, so I get it. They got Evan Ingram in there on a decent deal. Um it's a interesting team, interesting game. I'm going to go Jacksonville. I mean, I obviously I picked Jacksonville to win the AFC South, so they have to win some of these games, and they have to be much better than people think they are. So I'm on an island here, but right. I'm going. I'm going Jacksonville. Okay. I do believe in Lawrence, and I think this year is a big step for him, and yeah. he will be good this year. Okay, yeah, I agree. I think he's going to be uh, improved from last year. I don't know how dramatic it will be. It's going to be interesting to watch play out though down there in Jacksonville. Just a much more professional outfit now that urban Myers. Yeah, I think it's, it's questionable i think it's a it's that's a totally different different um attitude that i do as long really as they don't that. have any post-game scrums i think yeah. they'll be okay yeah exactly <laughs> all right so i'm gonna take the uh hogs here len uh, that logo is just atrocious everything about the team i i disagree with and i hate <laughs> ownership all the way down but it's at home and we know that grass is going to be flipping and flopping all over the place and knees are getting trevor lawrence might blow out his knee atn will blow out another one uh, uh it's going to be rough it's going to be rough there's going to be sewage leaking from the ceiling you just can't walk into a building running like back got shot got, got shot by, you know, or i mean a carjacking that's crazy seems like he's going to be able to play this year at some point yeah. But um, he was, like, angling towards that job, I think. Right, he was. And then that happens. That's a pretty crazy thing. That's nuts. Um, but you're going commanders. <laughs> I'm a commander I, slash I can't, I can't give you a reason why I picked the commanders. Uh, Man, I mean, they're at you home. You sold me a little bit. They're at home. Wentz, like I said, it's it's a rough environment. It's a very um, RFK. I mean, RFK is not a friendly confines at all. Commanders got to be the favorites in this game, right? I mean, I think that's <laughs> I would hope there's no favorites in this game. Two and a half point favorites. That's purely because they're at home. They're at home, yeah. That's three points is a standard home uh, give. So yeah, I don't have a lot of hard feelings about this. So if you guys want to vote for the Jaguars, go ahead. I yeah. can see why you would. But either way, we got we got some uh, some parity here, Len. This some game, games here that aren't this, that great. This might decide you. the rest of the season. That the Thursday game's great. There's a lot of not the that number great of games. different picks that we have in Week One. Yeah. could carry through to Week Seventeen because yeah. if we hit. If one of us hits all these, could have a huge lead. It might be. It might be. It, it, you might not be able to recover. Could be a big it's exciting. Lead. It's exciting. All right, Giants and the Titans. Len, I'm taking the Titans in this one. Uh, I think they get back to the the run game. Derrick Henry coming back. Uh, they got the interesting rookie, uh, Traylon Burks. Wow. I mean, I, I think oh. he's he's going to add something to that team eventually. Maybe not right away. Maybe just stash him in in your back pocket for fantasy purposes. Till later in the year, uh, Tannehill Willis, interesting dynamic. I just think overall they're going to be a better team than the former Joe Judge Giants. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to pick the Giants here. Actually, okay. um, I'm down on the Titans this year. They lost Harold Landry, one of their best pass rushers, with an ACL now too. They have virtually no receivers. I mean, they got Robert Woods, but he's coming off an ACL. Traylon Burks 
is a rookie. He's like basically your go-to that guy. That's pretty tough. He's he's got some weight issues from time to time. I like they, Burks. He's an, he's like a mid tight end wide yeah, receiver. Yeah, yeah. I like Burks, but he's got like an Evan Ingram type he's body. Stay in shape. And for the Giants, obviously, I mean, I think we've said this three years in a row. But let's say it again. This is a make or break year for Daniel Jones. I think this one has to be it. This is his fifth year option. Yeah, and coach is gone. Yeah, the coach is gone. Um, Saquon appears to be back, looking pretty good. Okay. So if he can get, if you can get him to stay on the field, okay, they're interesting. Right. Um, obviously, Jones turns the ball over too much, particularly fumbles, a lot of fumbles. But um, I don't know. I have a kind of a good feeling about the Giants this year i don't know why i'm just gonna go giants here okay interesting so a couple pass a couple exotic teams here len Mm -hmm. in the four o'clock segment here i'm sure this will probably be the game that's on most of our televisions i would hope oh no packers vikings is going to be the featured game or chargers raiders you think i think both those two games are over. okay i could see any of those games on packers vikings i mean that's a classic is I it mean, normally you'd see Aikman all right Bop let's there, see, let's not get a, let's not get ahead of ourselves here the nfc crossover hurts that chiefs cardinals game okay because the cbs game so it might you know that one might get aired because the cbs isn't going to get the cardinals much this year so this is a chance for them to talk about the cardinals and against a good team so that might get on there but uh, that cross uh, conference kind Fox of lowers, is, Fox is going to get the four o'clock game, right? Yeah, I would think so. So well, it's going to uh, be no, Packers no. Vikings. I'm sorry. If it's CBS though, it's CBS is going to get the one. They're going to get. If CBS has the doubleheader, I think both get a doubleheader week one. I think both have doubleheaders week one. I could be wrong about that. Wow. For some reason, I think both stations might get a doubleheader. Either way, uh, yeah. either way, there's football. They're not going to put Chiefs Cardinals over Raiders okay. Chargers. I don't think. Well, it's I th- I still think this is an interesting. Oh, it's matchup. a great game. Yeah, a couple game. athletic game. quarterbacks. Uh, Kyler Murray. Did he get his film study in this week? Who knows? Is he calling plays? Is he not? Uh, talk about make or break, Len. Yeah, he just got the bag, Kingsbury. Yeah, I mean, he he's already made, so you don't really have to be. Yeah, he's he's made. He's made. Is that team? Is that is that team going to produce? Something? I mean, they're a team that started hot all these recent years. Right. He's been really good. Probably right. an MVP candidate. You know, early in the season, and then nothing. Then brick wall, little injuries, slow die yeah. stuff. Um, you know, Kingsbury to me seems like a borderline NFL coach where he's he he's not bad at it but I don't think he has everything you need to be a good it didn't one translate yet. from college yeah he doesn't have all of the things that you need to be a great coach but I think he's a good enough coach um but yeah I mean the Chiefs got you know a great coach a hall of fame mm-hmm. coach they got yeah one of the best quarterbacks you could get I mean there's just a lot less questions even with the loss of Tyreek Hill there yeah I agree so you're taking the Chiefs yeah one? I'm gonna take Chiefs I'm gonna yeah. take the Chiefs as well in this one um, the only no, advantage no Andre Hopkins for the first six weeks of the Correct. PD suspension. Correct. That hurts the Cardinals as well. Lots of red in this game. Lots yeah, of red. A lot of red. It would be very hard to tell. Too much red, actually. Too much red. They call the Cardinals stadium the Red Sea. They should probably. The Chiefs would be. You know, what would be cool if the Chiefs had a yellow alternate with like the. You know, the yellow is like the red. highlight of the red. Yeah. If they had like a yellow alternate. With the with the red helmet would be pretty cool looking, I think. Yeah, a lot of teams undersell that third color. I know. I like you get that. That's why I like about the Seahawks that neon green, yes. action green. We'll talk about it soon. When they break that, it's cool. I don't want it every game, but I yeah. like it when they do it. Yeah, I would like to see a blue Steelers uniform. Maybe a nice that nice blue that they have in their logo. 
do they have one of is one of their older jerseys a different color or no? I know they have that stupid bumblebee, not that dumb thing. And then the other one's like shit brown, right? Yeah, you might yeah. be thinking of the penguins who had blue. Uniforms. No, you know what I'm thinking about? It's the Packers. Those Acme Packers, the blue and the Acme yellow. Acme Packers were cool. That's not bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. The Steelers have two of the worst throwbacks you could ever possibly they have. They ever. only have one uniform. I mean, yeah. Their uniform's fine. Their I regular mean, one. It's, some of them are so bad they're good, though. You know? I do like when they when they used to have that yellow helmet. It was awesome back in the day. Remember that? No, that when they have the, all, the black, yeah, black, black jersey, the white helmet. pants, yellow yeah, helmet. That's a cool look. That yeah. is a good look. I w- yeah, I wish they would break that. And the block letters. I don't know why they have these weird, like, itali- italicized letters on their jerseys. They've had them forever. Those block letters look so good. Yeah. And that's when they have the yellow helmets. That's a good look. But I digress. Yeah. Steelers are amazing. That's what we do. We Every digress. team sucks. All right. Speaking of sucks, the... Neither a- of these teams suck, I don't think. The these AFC, are two really good teams. They say the AFC best. We got we got a couple premieres right here. We got the Raiders. Everyone's uh, going crazy about their practice facilities. Belichick's just all over himself about how nice Al Davis is and Steven Davis Belichick or McDaniels? You said Belichick's all over himself. I thought it was Belichick. Was he out there visiting? I think so. I oh, okay. Maybe McDaniels probably said, hey, come out here. Oh, yeah. Check I mean, it out. I pro- yeah, I didn't hear that. There's been a lot of weird preseason games well, this year. Well, they do those joint practices, which is kind I of... I know, but it's been weird. Like, the Seahawks played the Steelers in preseason. When's the last yeah. time those two pre- teams... Usually, you keep pretty geographically p- close. But anyways, yeah. Belichick was just loving... The Raiders facility, are they in the come But they're up? not in the Raiders facility. They're in the Chargers facility. That's they right. are, which is, I'm sure is also amazing. It's so far. The Chargers uh, have no home field advantage whatsoever. They're, they have The visiting no. team has more fans than them every single week, and they will certainly do that. It'll be Raiders dominant here as well, 100%, Yeah. Um, which is tough for the Chargers, a yeah. team that has championship aspirations. When you don't have a home field advantage, that's humongous. I mean, the home field advantage is yeah. so big, it's one season. And I feel like this was, a, this was a better California rivalry when we had uh, both teams there. I just can't believe San Diego didn't support the Chargers. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I know San Diego's pretty. It's, it's nice. There's, there's a lot better of things to do. to do than watch sports. Yeah, but like, like, I don't get the it NFL, either. Everybody fucking watches the NFL. I mean, I don't, watches, I don't understand it. I don't even know where any of the cities are out there. It's I don't either. One I'm, big state, right? But yeah, it's one big state, like all the states. Sacramento. All the states are one big state usually, right? Except San Francisco. Like, it's just four cities on the coast of California, right? I don't know, man. The Bay Area. The Bay Area is the south. Too short, landed too short. Anyways, so we're at SoFi, which Joe Biden just wrecked with his student loan forgiveness. No more money for them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chargers. Chargers I mean, I'm taking the Chargers here, Len. I mean, I just think they're they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. This is a really good game. This division is is an absolute toss up. I think. You know, one of these, any of these teams could win the division. Any team could finish last. I said that in the preview, but I know. I think, um, to me personally, I'm going to go Chargers here too, but I'm not over the mount. I think the Raiders are actually, I've had, I think maybe I said they were going to be last, but I'll tell you what, something lately, I have a good, Ooh, I have a little bit of a strange feeling about the Raiders. Like, I really like the combination. Goods. Of Adams, uh-huh. Renfro, and Waller. I think that will work really well together. I and always Adams like Carr. best friend, Derek Carr. Yeah, Carr is a good player. Um, I have a little apprehension about their running game. I think Jacobs is a, one of those running backs that's like pretty good for three or four years, and then he's just mm-hmm. done completely. Um, he could be close to being done, I feel like, for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway, I'm going to go 
Chargers nonetheless, because yeah. I also love everything about their team, everything about their offense, everything except their head coach who just makes terrible decisions on fourth downs. And that cost them probably two or three games last year, probably cost them the playoffs. And um, I hate how bad Herbert made me look like a fool because I said he was going to be a bum coming out in the draft, and he's really good. Cleo Mack. Cleo Mack, J.C. Jackson edition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Derwin James back. Yes. I mean, uh, yes, boy. Team could be really good. Speaking of yes, boy, Len, how about our boys coming through there? Our boys back. <laughs> got the gold back. I mean, just run roughshod over every relevant tag team in the division. Yeah, I mean, I wanted them on SmackDown. I wanted them in Maximum Male Models. We well, know let's let's hold out. Pretty hope. deadly. It seems like uh, Maximum Male Models. I mean, I love that gimmick, but I don't. It's probably a short run. I think they're kind of maybe have potential to get uh, Los Lotharios in there instead. Maybe who knows? It's a lot of a lot of questions. Big big changes. But anyway, so what are you taking, Raiders or Chargers? Did you take I'm taking Chargers? The Chargers yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's this is one of those teams. Line, they they're either taking the next step or they're taking a step back. Yeah, these last four, three games here on Sunday, really good games. Really good games. I'm yeah. taking the Chargers here at home at SoFi. I, I believe and I think they're building this team to compete this year. I'm going to take the Chargers. You're taking the Raiders. No, I'm taking the Chargers. Oh, also. you're taking the Chargers. As well? Yeah, I'm taking okay. the Chargers as well. Right. Surprise, we're not going against. All right, next up. Speaking of Devontae Adams, the team he departed, the Green Bay Packers. And man, it's all on AA Ron out there in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. He doubled down. He signed the new contract. His talent around him, honestly, Len, I would say, has never looked worse. But can he lift this team up out of obscurity? You mentioned the Acme Packing Company. Mm-hmm. Can he pack in some touchdowns for this team on his back? Is a third straight MVP I mean, season MVP with hardly anything around him except a couple of there's some question good marks. Backs, but there's question marks. The running backs are good. I think Lazard's proven to be a pretty good NFL receiver, but now he has to be a number one receiver. This That's has to be difference. the worst receiving core, worst weapons cache in the whole league, right? Well, probably not in the whole league. Some of these shitty teams, but of the like contenders, probably for sure. But you know, I think Lazard is getting a kind of a bad rap. Lazard's been pretty good as a second receiver. So I don't think he's the number one, but he's going to have to be. Um, they have Cobb coming back. I think right. The veteran, he, you know, Rogers is familiar with him. He's no big deal. I'm super high on Christian Watson. And so is Rogers. I just heard some, read some Rogers comments about Watson from North Dakota, the rookie six, five, super fast. He said, he just, he, he's been injured a lot of the of preseason, but he saw him out there running, running routes the other day, and he was just raving about him. He doesn't rave about rookies very often, so that's something to keep an eye on. And I think I liked Watson in the draft. I think Watson's going to be huge. But I don't care who the receivers are. And I hate Aaron Rodgers. I do. But he's so fucking good, and you just can't argue it. He's really good. He will hit whoever the receivers are there. He'll hit them in stride and, like, fucking in tight windows because he can do all that. He's really good. But – are they better than the Vikings? He's better than Cousins, but Cousins also is a very serviceable NFL quarterback. And they have a guy that I think is going to be in the mix for MVP this year. A rare occurrence as the receivers never won MVP. Justin Jefferson, I'm through the roof on this year. I think he is going to have an enormous season. So it's in Minnesota. Packers kind of down. Vikings trending up. 
I think this is the year the Vikings win this division over Green Bay. I'm going to take Minnesota here okay. in a tough game. I'm going to take Minnesota as well. The same reasons you said. I just feel like they're a little bit more on the come up yeah, than the there's Packers. All, there's probably a really good chance the Packers win this now, especially since I bet against them because Rodgers sticks it up my ass all the time. I've yeah. always well, hated Rodgers. We just got to get used to that. We'll like yeah. it, Len. We That's will like right. it. He's my quarterback in fantasy this year, so I kind of hope we're right, but yeah. I'm not expecting fireworks by any means. He'll be good. All right, so the next game, there'll probably be a lot of fireworks. Sunday uh, night. Monday. Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday night. We got the Gronk, Gronkless Bucks. Mm-hmm. Brady back from his stint on the Masked Singer. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys without a couple of offensive weapons. Cooper's gone. Gallup's out. Uh, there's Jason Peters coming Speaking back. Speaking of bad uh, weapon groups. Um, CD Lamb is a stud for sure, but that those other receivers, I don't know. James I do Washington's like Dalton Schultz. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm expecting a Zeke bounce back this year. I like Ooh. Zeke this year. I do as a sleeper. Oh, okay. I think Zeke's gonna be pretty good this year. All right. So who are you taking in this game? Uh this one's interesting. The Bucks, um, also like Godwin's a question mark, uh, no Gronk. Um, their line's been decimated with injuries. Yeah, it's bad. Um I always believe in Tom Brady, no matter what. I don't care. Um, until he just falls off a cliff, I'll, I won't believe he'll ever fall off a cliff. But this game's tough. In Dallas, Sunday night, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just I hate that CD's like the only receiver they have there, and I think it's really going to hurt him a lot because they're going to get doubled constantly. I'm going to go Buccaneers here. You go with touchdown Tommy. To pull it out, I think people are doubting him a little bit. Maybe they think he's second-guessing his unretirement. Maybe Giselle's moving the kids out. Maybe they're mm. staying mm. in a condo in another town. Who knows? Um, you know, there could be some family issues there. Or Ooh, a divorce, you're saying. Or was he the broccoli on Mass Singer? I don't know what he was, but who knows? So hmm. there's a lot of question marks there, but I still believe in Brady. I'm sticking with Brady until he has his Tiger Woods moment outside of his house with a fucking golf club or something, you know? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Dallas here. Mm. Um, I really think this is kind of a toss up too. Yeah, I think I'd take the Bucks at the end of the year, but I think the Cowboys at home here on Sunday night. The cheerleaders are gonna be pumping. Jerry World's gonna be on fire. Yeah, it's a big. It's, it's a big. This is a game the Cowboys often yeah. win for sure. Yeah. Get off start. People are, next day. Stephen A. saying yeah. people are saying they're going Super Bowl. Yep. They might be the best yep. team in the league. Yep. Yeah, it's it's so classic. We'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm just this is gonna be interesting week one here, Len. We got a lot of parody in our picks. Yeah. Moving on to the final one, and do I even need to ask you which one you're gonna take here on Monday? What what a Monday night game we get treated to in week yeah. one here. I mean, just the drama of of Russell Wilson returning to Seattle, mm-hmm. Lumen Field, twelve lumens bright. Coming back after just uh, an era of football yeah. in Seattle, uh, a lot of questions. Tyler Tyler Lockett, I seen today, was was begging fans to to welcome him with open arms and open hearts. Yeah, I don't think it's even necessary to beg for it. I I would be flabbergasted he's, if he doesn't get a so rousing he'll, ovation. He'll get a rousing ovation. Rousing ovation. I mean, he's the most probably the most important player in Seahawks history. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really no question in that. I mean, the other person that you could argue would probably be Steve Largent, the person that made me a Seahawks fan. He was 
the best Seahawk until Russell Wilson, at least. And there's still an argument for what he did back then. But Russ is, there's no reason at all to boo Russ. None at all. I think both sides were willing to move on. He was ready to move on. I feel like, honestly, the Seahawks were kind of ready to move on, too. And what they moved on to is another question, mm -hmm. but they did move on. So I'm. this is a super emotional game for me, obviously. Very emotional. Uh, you know, Russ coming back there. I love Russ. I don't have anything bad to say about him. A couple things, but not my, mm. about his play. Right. You know, there's some things I don't love about his play. But I think Denver's going to be huge. I think Russ is going to be humongous this yes. year. I think he's going to have a big, big year. Um, Seattle will be fired up. I mean, the place is going to be rocking for sure. And I think Seattle's a little more talented than people think okay. they are. Okay. Um, but not but mm -hmm. also have a lot of big question marks. Yes. One, the most important one, obviously being the quarterback. Right. Gino yeah. last year played four games started four games. Um he was one and three, but he had I think seven touchdowns, one interception. He lost a couple fumbles. Took the Steelers over time. He's very conservative yes, yeah. but he I mean he takes shots, but the, his biggest bugaboo to me is he holds the ball way too long in the pocket. He gets sacked and strip sacked way too frequently. But, and also he was as planned as a backup, you know, even in, in temporary duty, you don't have the, a lot of times you don't have the, the moxie to just go gut balls to the wall. Like a Ryan Fitzpatrick always did. Um, Gino doesn't really have that gene, but now he's the starter. Like this is his team. He needs to be more aggressive. I, Love Penny. I think Penny was great at the end of last year. Obviously, Metcalf, Lockett, good weapons, fans there now. Um, their line is a huge question mark. Maybe as bad as Pittsburgh's, it's, it could be bad. They have two rookies starting on, including first-round pick Charles Cross. If those guys gel, they could be okay. Defense is a lot of speed and a lot of unknown guys. I think they're all probably not ready yet. So, But I think Seattle competes very hard in this game um and denver you know obviously is a favorite here but i mean i'm gonna i have to go with my guys i'm gonna go with seattle i okay. think seattle plays hard here the defense makes a couple plays and um you know they shock the they shock the broncos and shock russell wilson shock them they shock them and russ i think like i said i think russ is gonna have a humongous year i think denver's gonna be uh, has a good chance to win that division um boye hey, boye <laughs> Your rookie of the year for the NFC oh, North. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Boy, boy, boy Maffe. Boy yeah. Maffe. Yeah, that's right for the NFC West. Yeah, I think Maffe picks off Russell. I would, I would the say game. a strip sack, maybe a strip, strip sack. sack to end the game. Yeah, I think Maffe gets some pressure on Russ. Russ known to hold it way too long too. He's in there mm -hmm. a long time. Mm -hmm. He scrambles mm -hmm. around, but guess what, guys? Mm -hmm. He's lost a, mm -hmm. probably three steps. I would mm -hmm. say. Yes. Still um, can get. That second gear when he really needs like a first down or something, he can still do it. But on a regular basis, he's getting caught, caught from behind a lot now. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, I have no question about his work ethic. So he's probably looking to have a humongous year this year. He's probably in great shape. I mean, I don't know. The It's going to be a tough task. But um, Russ is going to find out what the 12s are all about as a visitor. I think he time. drives that truck in, in uh, Lumen Field well, and that shuts those truck. fans up. If he brings that truck, he's probably going to get booed. They're going to switch to booze. I'd boo him, man. I hate that fucking truck. I hope he does a uh, donut on the center <laughs> field before the game. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, Denver's cl clearly the favorite here. Seattle, uh, just, you know, it's, it's a little bit mind-boggling to me. Even if, like, I understand their loyalty to um, 
Gino. I do understand it. That's kind of how they are. He's been there. He's behind Ross. He did an okay job filling in for him last year, even though they didn't win games. He was all right. And I don't have any problem with Gino as a backup quarterback, you know, or starting a few games here and there. But to go into a season with Gino and Drew Locke as your only options into that, and that's your open competition. Yeah. Drew Locke's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, and as, every time he's played, Gino is a middling quarterback, like middling backup quarterback for years. at best. Yeah, for for years, and is already his his like zenith has already gone. gone. Like, nothing's yes. going to come positive. So at least draft the rookie when you they yeah. had they passed Malik Willis four times or something. Yeah, like at least bring him shocking. in for something interesting. Even if you right. don't believe in him completely. Yeah. Like why not? Why not take a chance in yeah. in the yeah, third round? So that's frustrating. Round. And then right. um I wanted Garoppolo. I knew San Francisco was never gonna trade Garoppolo to him, yeah. but I was hoping he'd get released. Yeah. Never did obviously. Um no. so but I, I'm disappointed by that being the decision for the Seahawks. Yes. I'm not – I don't care if Geno Smith starts. If he's bad, just tank. Try to get Bryce Young or something next year. I don't well, know, whatever. We'll see. I'm going to take Denver in this one. Um, I, I could easily see Seattle pulling this one out at home. I think it's going to be a raucous crowd. Man. Yeah, it definitely is. That's uh, for sure. I think that brings this result much closer to the middle than you might expect. I agree with that. Despite the talent. Um and I'm taking Denver here just probably out of entertainment purposes. I think our record's going to be very close heading into this Monday night, and we should have a little rooting interest here Hopefully. in this game. So I'm going to, I'm hiding the Broncos, obviously. I think they're talented on both sides of the ball. Oh, yeah. But it all comes down to Russ. How much does he have and left? And it's just a tough division. I think even if you're yeah. good, you could be bad. You in know that what? As big a truck as you have right now, Lynn, Cass is just through the roof. Yeah. I mean, He's you know? probably not driving it all that much. I saw him and yeah, uh, yeah. him and Sierra were at uh, Serena's match. They're in Serena's family box there at the U.S. Open, right? Looking like a million bucks. I mean, mm. that box was just loaded with interesting, interesting people through the three games she three matches she had. They were in there once. Um, one, it was Mike Tyson, and he was sitting beside Martina Navratilova with her little puppy in her lap. That was they weren't like they weren't together, but they were sitting beside each other, which is really interesting. Another night, her first night there, Bill Clinton sitting ironically. I mean, this had to be done for ironic. It had to be done for irony. It had to be. Bill Clinton was sitting there having a conversation up close, like they're talking like this, to Doctor Ruth, Doctor Ruth Westheimer, who he probably didn't even know was still alive, the sex uh, therapist. Doctor Ruth and Bill Clinton were sitting there. Talking, I mean, how yeah, that's an ironic picture. I mean, you know, with all Clinton's sexual proclivities that people have mentioned and, you know, his issues. And then Dr. Ruth being there, famous TV sex therapist. In that time frame, yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Interesting that's, pairings. Yes. I love the U.S. Open. Um, there's always cool people. Ben Stiller is always there. Law, I saw him the other day. There's always nice celebrities in there. And, uh, I, I mean, Serena winning the couple matches was really cool. I wish she could have made it a little bit further. Um, that's probably her apparently her last uh, tournament. The greatest player of all time. I love watching Serena play. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, well, pretty soon at Arthur Ashe Stadium, I was watching a match there earlier, but I know just like next month or two, it's gonna be hosting uh, AEW Grand Slam, mm -hmm. Mike, up there. Yeah, who needs Serena Williams when you got uh, Jade Cargo, Kenny Omega. <laughs> And, you know, I'm glad Omega's back and MJF's back. That at least makes it interesting. I, I did you watch any? You know, this is just going off the rails, but did you watch any of the uh, trios match when Omega and Will Ospreay were facing off in the? Yes. 
Osprey's a spot monkey, obviously. He, he's really good, but I mean, the flips are just uh, at another level. Uh, and uh, one, the first match they had against uh, Death Triangle, they the someone put it on the internet with a with a timer on it, and it took Pac thirty oh, yeah, seconds to, get to do that, that. moonsault yeah. on those two, the elite or whatever. They're not the elite, whatever. They're on called. the outside, yeah, yeah. And they just stood there under that right. turnbuckle. You know who's a spot monkey is Russell Wilson. Is a spot monkey of the NFL. He is. And the Denver Broncos are going to win this game. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's going to be very emotional for you. For him coming back. It's going to be. It is. It's going to be tough. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be him. excited. Move on. I, I, I want him to crush him. I hope they fucking crush him. I want Moffat to just blindside blast them. Yes, boy, is what yes, we're boy. going on. That's right. Uh, yeah. I'm so, Seahawks true blue, but I, I I always respect Russ. That's it. That's all. I can see why. Yeah. I can see why. But he ain't coming. He ain't rising to the top of the AFC West this year. I'm sorry. It's going to be hard. It's a, it's a tough, <laughs> I'm tough interested road to, to see what happens there. That's just my prediction. No, I, I mean, I'm I not don't... saying it's definitive. You know, it's, it's going to be a razor thin margin. All, all four of those teams are exceptionally. I built. actually think, yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if any of those four teams finished first or last last. Exactly. So it's complete toss. Well, that's what makes it football. It's football. Football's back, Mike. We're back. And now we'll be back every week lots of games this week yeah all of them all the teams play no buys in week one no buys so 16 no games. off no off weeks here in the living room anymore 16 it's games every We're in week a, 18 weeks in a row we'll be here 18 weeks maybe, in a row however many there are i don't know multiple probably about 20 weeks with the playoffs <laughs> i would say yeah something like that living room champs on facebook instagram discord.com twitter LRC pod on Twitter. Our boy Double J. As we said, hearts and minds are with him right now. John, John, get well soon, brother. Yes, sir. And we'll see you back here in the living room real quick. Enjoy week one, everyone. Chips are out. Out. Oh. back on the mat and frog splash. And that's that. the biggest dog in the fight.